fun, just say that. Tryna book, cause I ain't paid. If you're broke, just say that. Just say that. Sneak this in this songs. You got Anna, just say that. Just say you don't that. really wanna smoke, you a coke head. Just say that. Just say that. Done, just say that. If you're broke, just say that. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 95 of All In With Kevin. I am your host, Kevin Lewis. Today's episode, I'm just going to speak generally about the state of the New York Yankees. That sounds a little bit dramatic, given that they're 61 and 25 and 14 games ahead of second place. But I ain't really got much else to speak about right now. Um, like no, no, Nothing much to report on the fantasy football front for those of you who come to me for that. Um, Hoops, they're at a standstill, waiting for Kevin Durant to be traded, I'm assuming, because the Nets are asking for the world and your firstborns and your wife and your kids and all of that shit. Um, and that's kind of it. I'm not going to speak about no, uh, the baseball all-star team, so I will talk about something I care about, and that's the New York Yankees. So this weekend, the Yankees split a four-game series with the Boston Red Sox. They won the first two and they lost the last two to take what was a 14-game lead coming in to Fenway um, and turn it into a, well, 14-game lead leaving Fenway. So, look, um, we know Yankee fans are a dramatic bunch. We know Yankee fans are the quickest to lose their shit and be entitled and all of that. And, look, I understand yesterday's game was frustrating. This is being recorded on Monday afternoon. Monday morning, excuse me. Um, I understand that, that yesterday's game was frustrating. Watching the Yankees boot the ball all over, all over the park was frustrating. Watching DJ LeMayu wave off people like he was 98. Randy Moss throwing the hand up and drop two pop-ups in the same inning and within like seven minutes of each other was, was definitely frustrating. Understood. Um, and jo- Josh, uh, Josh Donaldson bobble on the second-to-last batter of the game essentially costing the Yankees the game. Um, in game three of the series was also frustrating. I understand all of those things. But look, the Yankees are still 61-25. And again, a split is not, is not exactly something to panic about. They split the series. It was what it was. The Red Sox are a good team. They're also 14 games behind. We have bigger fish to fry. We have we have other shit to worry about. The, Yankee, the, the AL East is all but clinched, barring the worst collapse basically that has ever existed. So... Just breathe. If you're a Yankee fan, just breathe. Um, do the Yankees, is the Yankees team perfect? No. No team is perfect. Every team that is contending can stand to upgrade somewhere. It doesn't matter where it is, how you come across. Every team that is contending can stand to upgrade. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's flawless. The Yankees are no different. Um, Aaron Hicks, Aaron Hicks was has basically been good outside of May. Like, May, he was heinous, okay? Awful, all of that. And I get that even in April when he was, you know, an above-average offensive contributor, the power wasn't there. The power largely has not been there until recently. If Aaron Hicks is going to hit for power and get on base in the way that he has in the past, you can start Aaron Hicks in left field every day and be confident and be fine. I don't know what kind, what size, if that is. He has a pretty good track record of doing it when he's on the field. Obviously, this year, it's been really slow as far as the power. And we know that Aaron Hicks is injury prone. So I don't know how likely it is that he keeps going at this pace. 
Because since since the beginning of June, he's been very good. I don't know how like how likely he is he keeps going. I don't necessarily need him to be great, but if he's a threat to hit the ball over the fence, he plays good left field defense, and he walks a ton. That's all I really need from him. Like hitting seventh or eighth or wherever they're going to hit him in the play in a, in a playoff scenario. That's all. That's all I really need from him. I don't need a whole lot. Um, the starting pitching, they could probably use another guy. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily a pressing need. I kind of feel like they just need an arm or two, period. It doesn't even matter, starter or reliever. I feel like they need an arm or two. The thing with the starting rotation is, all right, you only really need three starters. Like, you don't necessarily need more than that. Like, it would be nice to have four really good starters and you don't have to do the whole short rest thing or whatever. But for the most part, you only really need three good starters. Cole, obviously all the faith in the rolling air Cole, right? All, all the faith in Luis Severino. Maybe I'm alone there. Maybe that's the minority opinion. That's fine. But current day Luis Severino, with, with the improvements that he's made with, with with his repertoire and and all of that, and how he's pitched in 2000 in, in 2022, I trust him completely. Montgomery, eh, we'll see. Nestor, I'd feel so much better about Nestor if he had a pitch that tailed away from right-handed hitters, like. I'm, he's a good pitcher. He's clearly a good pitcher, right? He throws a ton of strikes. He attacks up in the zone, all of that stuff. But righties have been tagging him recently, and I feel like that's part of it. Because every, everything everything bends in for him. Or, obviously, the four-seam fastball rises. Everything He has breaking stuff that breaks to, towards the batter. If he had a two-seamer, a sinker, something, a running fastball, something that tailed away from right-handed hitters that he could rely on, somewhat credibly, I'd feel so much better about him in a, yeah, this guy is on the mound and it's 1-1 in a series perspective. You know what I mean? Now, the Yankees also, their pitchers have not been hurt. They've made basically every single available start. They could use a rest, probably. And, I mean, with the Yankees being so far up in the standings, I feel like they definitely will take time in the, in the second half of the year to skip starts and rest guys and phantom IL stints and all of that. Speaking of phantom IL stints, the Jamison Tyone thing that might have come that that might be coming to a head as as we speak. But the thing with Tyone is his stuff is his stuff is pretty average. Like it's a pretty average repertoire as far as stuff goes. Like his fastball is pretty good. Everything else, eh, it's not great, right? Then you then. You know, he throws a lot of strikes. He doesn't walk anybody, which is kind of a blessing and a curse. Like, like not walking people generally is cool, obviously. But if you're throwing so many strikes and your repertoire is that average, you kind of have to be perfect or borderline perfect for it to work against the better offenses in baseball. Like, what what you do against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates touched them up um, this week, too. So... I can't even necessarily say them, but what you do against bad teams or what you do against the Red Sox and the Blue Jays if they ever get their shit together and the Astros is two separate kind of deals. Like you could do the whole, you could get away with mistakes with subpar or mediocre or average, however you want to characterize this stuff. You could get away with those type of things against the, the dregs of the MLB. In a, in, a, in a playoff scenario where, hey man, one swing might fuck the game up for you, you know, somebody like James Tyone, Tyone just, 
going into it, do you have any kind of faith in him? I do not. Is the man a bad pitcher? No. Is he probably somewhere in between what he was at the beginning of the year and what he's been recently? Sure. He's probably an above average pitcher. I think that's where he lands. Do I want his archetype starting in a must-win playoff game scenario? No. Absolutely do not. No. You want to, if you want to bring on a pen, be my guest. You want to trade him, be my guest. I, do I want to see him starting a playoff game? No. Will he start a playoff game? Probably not. He he is probably he's the Yankees' fifth best starter at this point. So he probably won't be starting a playoff game. So it it, it th- this series didn't teach you anything you didn't already know about the Yankees. Like could could the Yankees stand to upgrade Joey Gallo? I guess if if Matt Carpenter is going to play the outfield and be t- 2015 Matt Carpenter offensively, that kind of you kind of don't. I mean. You know, what I mean? you kind of really don't need an upgrade if that's going to be the case. If you're going to play him in the outfield more, you probably do need to get his bat in the lineup more because he's been insane since he's gotten here. If that's going to be the case, and you can play him in the outfield incredibly, you probably don't necessarily need an outfielder per se. Um, the shortstop stinks. Most of us can realize this. The the the, the people who um who get boners for, you know. You know, moving a runner over twice a week or whatever whatever the small shit they claim the IKF does, they disagree. Okay, that's their problem. But most of us with sense that can that, that have watched the games, even though the eye test is whatever, you, you know how I feel about that. We're not professional scouts. But those of us who have watched the game that can read a fucking stat page realize the guy stinks. He's, he's bad. Objectively bad. Now, do the Yankees necessarily need outside help in that regard? I mean, no. Peraz is right there and they claim he's an elite glove. If he's an elite glove and he can hit at all, what what are we waiting for? I feel like the standings is the only is the only thing dictating that. Now, granted, the Yankees have put a put a heavy emphasis on speed, and they did say they wanted to to make more contact and and they claim his defense is good. I don't see it, but they, that's what they claim, right? So maybe they're willing to give him a long leash based on what they claim or what they think they need based on what happened in past years. Because, I mean, that's kind of why they traded for him in the first place, right? He makes contact, he plays quote-unquote good defense, and he's fast. But he's just objectively bad at his job, though. And he has a pop gun, he has a, he, he has a pop shooter for an arm, or pea shooter for an arm, is what I meant. He has a pea shooter for an arm. Like, what is the appeal here to him? This man was a bona fide scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever, but I'm sorry to call, tell everybody the truth. I don't know what the market says at shortstop. I don't know if, like, I don't need the Yankees to go get Carlos Correa. That ship sailed, obviously. I'm not asking for a top flight shortstop. I'm just asking for somebody better than IKF. And that that bar is in hell. He stinks. That bar is in hell. Joey Wendell is better than IKF. He wouldn't... I, I don't know if the Marlins are looking to trade him. I don't know what the fuck the Marlins are doing in general. So I have no idea what they're doing. Joey Wendell's better than that dude. I can't imagine Oswald Peraza's worse, and you, you don't even have to trade for anybody. You can just call him up. I can't imagine he's worse. So, ultimately, I think shortstop is probably the biggest need on the team with an arm, generally, starter or reliever. Second. Like outfield, I feel like you can make do with what you have. I don't think you I don't think you absolutely need outside help. I don't. I think you can make do with what you have. Joey Gallo departing is probably best for everybody involved. So 
I expect that to come down the pipe soon. I don't know how soon. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be two weeks from now. I don't know how soon. I expect that to come down the pipe really soon. I think he's going to be gone. That's probably best for everybody involved. Um, there's some stuff going on behind the scenes with Joey Gallo that I cannot speak about, but at least so I've heard. So, whatever. Um, ultimately, like outfield, I, I can live with what they got out there. Shortstop needs to be improved. They might not agree. That's fine. Pitcher, you probably need an arm or two. But ultimately, man, that series, was, it was frustrating because the Yankees were a Josh Donaldson bobble away from winning three out of four. It happens. Yeah, I hope the Yankees got all of their bad defense out of their system yesterday because it was really bad. I think they made like five errors, four errors, whatever it was. It was it was all bad. So, ultimately, a frustrating, slightly frustrating, like level two out of ten frustrating kind of series because you, you wanted more and, and more was right there for you to get and you didn't get it. But it's hard to get me to be actually upset about anything with the Yankees so far ahead of the standings. All of this shit is dress rehearsals for the postseason. The Yankees are going to be in the postseason. The Yankees are going to be AL East champions. All this is, is a, the entire rest of the season is a dress rehearsal. Oh, and and to be fair here, um, staving off the Houston Astros for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's all the season is. That's all it is. That's all the rest of the season is. So me getting upset and and carrying on over a, a splitting the series, with, splitting a series that they probably should have won with the Red Sox, is just it's not going to be me. It's hard to get me mad. Like doing dumb shit in between the lines, as far as to, um, tactical stuff with Aaron Boone. Yeah, some of that could be slightly frustrating. It has it hasn't been prevalent. I'll give Boone that. I don't know why they don't pinch it for IKF more. That shit annoys me. IKF's general existence annoys me, and it's not all his fault. Um, the the best free agent shortstop crop of all time, and they ended up with IKF. That that pisses me off a lot, and arguably more than whatever IKF is doing on the field. And on top, IKF is just the kind of kind of baseball player I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate. Does not walk. Swings at everything. Has no power. You know the defense is whatever. It depends on who you ask. I prefer my shortstop not boot easy balls um, hit right at him, and I prefer my shortstop not have that bullshit arm that he has. But ultimately, like, the circumstances from which he got here probably pissed me off more than his play does, to be honest, to be fair here. Because this is just him. Like, I knew he stunk when he got here. This is not new information. Like, I knew he wasn't good. I knew his bat stunk. Like I knew what 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 it said at shortstop for him as far as the the advanced um, statistics, the defensive run saved and all of those. I knew what it said. Like I knew he stunk, so he's doing his best. His presence annoys me. His game annoys me. He, he goes out there, he tries, he goes home. Like I I hate his game. It's not personal. Like there's no I he has three minor league options. He probably should be in the minors. That, that that that's best for his hitting style anyway. The minor leagues, like he let him rip up triple A pitching. Who cares? But if you have aspiration on a championship in 2022, IKF just cannot be your shortstop because he's not good enough at anything else to justify having that bat in the line. He's just not. He's not. At least if Peraza struggles with the bat, you expect the glove to be so good that you could overlook it, and you know he'll pop an occasional ball out of the ballpark. 
IKF is just not good enough at anything to justify. And I know we're going to hear the from, from the the small ball brigade that, oh, you need singles and you need this, that, and the third to win the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you're going to need an occasional RBI single. Not arguing with you? Yes. Duh. D- those things, you're going to need the occasional RBI double, blah, blah, blah. I know. I'm not arguing that at all. Um, am I in a rush to rely on one of the worst everyday hitters in baseball to do that when his defense does not justify just how pathetic his offense is? No, I'm not in a rush for that. And again, I'm not asking for a great shortstop. I'm not even asking for a power hitting shortstop. Just give me somebody better than that dude who can hit the ball out of the park every now and again and field at a high level. I don't feel like, again, the guy is right in their system. They don't even have to make a trade. He's right there. Just just bring him out. What are we waiting for? And also, keep Andrew, speaking of fucking singles hitters, keep Andrew Benintendi off my fucking baseball team, please. Like, number one, I just don't like to do from his Red Sox days. I don't. I don't. Actively don't. But I could get over that if he was good enough. Like, Johnny Damon in 2009... I didn't like Johnny Damon. Nobody nobody in Yankee Land liked Johnny Damon, but he was so good when he got here. It's like, all right, we could get over it. That's fine. It's whatever. We could get over it. Andrew Benitez not good enough for all that. Like, he is an, a, another fucking singles hitter. Like, he's way better than IKF. Please, I, I'm not comparing the two. He's another singles hitter who, quite frankly, does not swing the bat enough. Like, he's passive. He's very passive at the plate. Um, he hits the ball on the ground a shit ton. Like, he's a poor man's LeMayu. Like, I'm not sure. Sh- rest of the season, I'm not sure that Andrew Benintendi is a better player than Aaron Hicks. And I'm, I'm saying this with not even a hint of irony. I'm being dead fucking serious. I don't think he's... I don't I don't think it's a sure bet that he's a better player than, than Aaron Hicks for the rest of the season. So what the fuck am I trading potentially valuable prospects for him for? Why? For what? What what need does he fill? Like what what does Benintendi do that isn't already on this team? Like we got contact hitters, we got outfielders. What, what like we we have plate discipline maidens. What does Benintendi bring that's different? Oh, we need more. Con- no, we don't. Could you could you could you afford to add another good hitter? Sure, everybody could. I'm not arguing that. Everybody could say, I don't care. I, I, the Yankees offense has been the best offense in baseball. They could add a good hitter. The, the Astros could add another hitter. The Dodgers could add another hitter. Everybody can stand to add another good hitter. Ultimately, in the in the playoffs, the two, two of the most important things, hit more home runs than your opponent, like um, hold your opponent from hitting home runs. Keep your opponent from hitting home runs. Those are, those are arguably the two most important things in the playoffs. Obviously, there's stuff. There, there's the game within the game, and there are stuff that 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 lie within those core tenets. But two of the most important things are hitting home runs and stopping your opponent from doing it. Andrew Benintendi does not really help you in either in either of those things. He doesn't. Is he better than Joey Gallo? Sure. So is Matt Carpenter. He right there. And not like Andrew Benintendi is some great defender. He's not. I'd rather you fucking I'd rather you figure it out between Carpenter, Marvin Gonzalez, and whoever the fuck else, as opposed to trading important currency for a guy with three fucking home runs in July. I'd I'd much rather you stick in house with your outfield. Like if if the Yankees don't trade for any position players and all they do is they bring up Peraza, I'm fine with that. That's a fine result for me. Go right ahead, be my guest. Go right ahead. 
if you if you want to prioritize pitching instead, be my guest. I just don't know what you're going to get on this market as far as starting pitching goes. Because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of actual good pitchers on the market. Like, Luis Castillo has been on the market for what feels like a decade, I guess. And, I mean, who else do you have that's on the market? I don't know who else is on the market. Like, six teams made the playoffs this year. A lot of teams are going to feel like they are quote-unquote contending and probably going to keep their guys. So, who is on the market pitching-wise? I like Tyler Tyler Molly for, personally. I think another team could probably get more out of him than the Reds are. But, I, but I'm not sure just how much the Reds value Tyler. So, so okay. But I, I don't know what the pitching market is. That it ain't my job to know. Like that's Cashman and them. So I'm I'm sure they got a game plan and hopefully they follow through with it. And we'll see where it heads. Ultimately the Yankees are fourteen games ahead, so I'm not sweating any of this shit for right now. The the next game that I will sweat out is October. Like these games don't matter. They just don't. They really don't. Just keep Andrew Benintendi off my fucking baseball team though. I ain't got time for that shit. Nope. I have no time, no no care, no, none of that for Andrew Benintendi. So keep him off my baseball team. But go Yankees. We'll see we'll see what the second half of the year brings. And on that note, I'd like to implore you to listen to the middle initial podcast with myself, Andrew L. Case, and Jude A. Jackson as we discuss current sports topics. Rate, review, and subscribe for that podcast and for this one, and I will see you when I see you. I put the heat into your soul spot, wave the nigga and make your Adidas do the short stop.